Tandem Nomads, episode 51. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the weekly podcast show for expat partners, where you can find great inspiration and tips to build your portable career and thrive in your global nomadic life. I am your host, Emel Teregi. During the summer, I will share with you the episodes best of from season one that I organize by theme for each week. This week's theme is dedicated to topics related to being a global nomad. Like for example, adapting to new cultures, building a sense of home, especially when moving regularly from a country to another, and dealing with some of the challenges that come with it. So to start, we have Alison trainer, a talented soprano singer and the founder of this amazing private Facebook group called Grumpy Expats that counts over 2,000 members. She helps us understand some of the frustrations that expats can experience abroad and the very creative way she decided to address this issue. I I complain quite a bit to my husband about Switzerland, and he's Swiss, and I have to give him a lot of credit. He's a really good sport. He hears me complaining a lot, um, but sometimes I really go over the top with it. I can get very angry and frustrated and nasty about, you know, the challenges I find as an expat in Switzerland. And so one morning I was kind of joking with him and I thought, oh, maybe I should create, create a Facebook group, you know, called bitchy expat, you know, and we were just giggling over that. And then I thought, well, how about angry expat? And I thought, well, that sounds too angry. <laughs> so we came up with grumpy expat and it's, it's, it's really meant to be kind of tongue in cheek, you know, because it's not black and white. We all have things we love about being expats and we have things that we hate about being an expat. And, um, you know, we just, we need to have a safe space to complain (laughs) without feeling like we're burdening our partners or burdening, you know, our friends or our colleagues, um, or without, you know, insulting the local people because that can be sensitive also. You know, nothing makes you feel more nostalgic than having a baby because you, miss your family, you miss your friends, you miss the comforts and the the conveniences of home. I mean, that negative voice inside of us, it, it it needs to be given a chance to speak sometimes and to realize that you're not alone in some of these negative feelings. And sometimes just that, putting it out there and sharing it and then hearing feedback from other expats that they also experience those same feelings, sometimes that's enough to just to, to lift the weight off of your shoulders and to feel better. It's amazing how, how much small things can unnerve you when you're, when you're you know, trying to adapt to a new culture. Mm. It, you'd think it's little, but it's not little when, when you're you know, adding it all up in your daily routine and, and these little things can really frustrate you or confuse you. And it is, it's good to just be able to, to laugh about it and keep it in perspective. To listen to the full episode where Alison tells us more about her experience and how she created Grumpy Expat, how it became this huge group, go to tandemnomads.com slash 22, the number 22. We have now some extracts from Clara Wiggins, a global nomad who lived across five continents and 11 countries. Among many things, she is the author of a great book that I read and I really love and I highly recommend. It's called Expat Partners Survival Guide. As she has researched the topic of culture shock for her book, I asked her to help us define this term culture shock and give us some guidance and tips on how to deal with it. With culture shock, one of the things that you're losing your old identity, you're losing your old home, you're losing your friends, you're starting anew. Generally, I would say it's about 
sort of adjusting to a different way of life and along the way all the bumps that go with that so all the frustration that you get when things don't work the way you, you expect them to work and that can have quite an impact on how you feel about your new country um i think it's again it's very very normal to get very angry with your host nation um and find fault with just about everything even the most easygoing of nationalities um and again that will gradually lessen as you get used to the way things are done I think the most important thing is to um, recognize it for what it is and to read up on it if you can. Because I think if anyone asked me for advice, that would probably be the, the number one I, thing I suggested is just to, to understand what, what it is that you're going through and that actually it will probably happen. Um, if it, while it's happening, it's not like your whole life is awful. You know, you'll have that period of frustration, but hopefully you'll also have some good times as well. You know, it's so important to, to find out and to understand that and to understand why people are like they are, yeah. um, or at least try to. You know, I suspect I could live here for years and not fully understand it. Um, but also always to remember your guest in this country. I think it's so, again, very important to think, okay, you know, at the end of the day, it isn't my country and it's not my culture. Um, and I might not like the way things are done, but actually that's, you know, just the way it is and find a way to let off steam. If, if you feel that you are getting angry, then, you know, find a way to, to, to go to the gym, you know, go for a run, scream, <laughs> join a group, join a club, you know, do something where you're actually doing stuff together with other people. So that's something that you can bond with. Um, and if you can't find anyone to talk to, you know, go online. There's lots of forums. There's lots of great groups um, that we, we, you know, that you and I are both members of, um, where we know that other people will understand what we're saying. If this, what, what, what you thought was culture shock is not getting any better, and you feel like your mood is getting lower, and you might be sliding into some sort of depression, then I would suggest, you know, talking to somebody, getting professional help if necessary, because, you know, again, you're very isolated often from your normal support networks. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are now more and more counsellors who work online with um, expats, and yeah. it's always worth it's seeking somebody out. Yeah, so don't be afraid to use them. Clara Wiggins shares with us many more great tips in the episode four to identify a culture shock and help us deal with it. She also shares with us her own experience with culture shock in the different countries where she lived, so don't hesitate to listen to the full episode on tandemnomads.com slash four, the number four. And now we have the interview with Naomi Hathaway, who is the founder of Eighth and Home, a housing company for expats around the world. She is also the founder of the movement I Am Triangle, a Facebook group that counts over 5,000 members. And that keeps growing every day. The group is designed to bring comfort and sense of belonging to those who traveled far from home and don't feel home anymore once they come back. I think what's really so important is that when you go to a new place, whether you have children or you're traveling alone or you're, um, you know, with a a partner, um, is to really kind of walk into the situation with your hands open and your heart open to just not only reach out to people to see what, um, what advice and support they can give you, but what, what you can give to someone else also. And I think that was what really got us through is our community of people, um, whether it was so practical as someone saying, this is the doctor you need to see, or um, a little bit more of a, I don't know what word to use, support where they would say, I will come and help you do this task because I know that you need it. I think that when you walk into a, a new location ready to expand your community, that it just comes back to you in um, ways that are just helpful. 
my biggest tip that I use is figure out how you can be of service to somebody else. Mm. Um, you know, whether it be just listening, listening is such a simple task, yet so many of us fail to do it on a regular basis. Um, and especially in situations where there's a bunch of nomads, we all have stories that we want to tell or things that we want to share. And so if you can walk into a situation and be of service just by listening, that's, that can be important. Um, and then to, to go on, uh, if you have hours to give, find, find a, an organization to volunteer with, you know, there's always creches where babies need to be held or, uh, maybe languages need to be taught. You know, there's, there's just always some place that you can give back. And I think that's one of the most simple ways to, to find your community. I think that home really is defined as that place, wherever it may be. And it doesn't even have to be physical where you feel loved by someone. You feel able to do the things that you were put on this earth to do. And you're surrounded by cheerleaders. Some, you know, people that will build you up and, uh, encourage you to go out and do the things that you're meant to do. Um, for us as, you know, our, our immediate family of five, our home currently is in Virginia, but I know that in any given day we may pick up and move somewhere else. And we're taking that sense of support and familiar familiarity and love with us. So that's, that's kind of my, my definition of home. The world is small and we have more things in common with each other than we think. And I, it goes back to just being, being a listener and finding, finding those common points, um, is important. And I think that it's, it can be more powerful than we think if we sit next to somebody, you know, say hi, smile. Um, you never know what small act of kindness might, might make someone's day. I love Naomi's positive energy and great sense of wisdom. She has many more stories and insights to share on the full version of this episode. And she also shares with us her experience as an expat partner. And it's very interesting. And I definitely recommend you to check out this episode on tandemnomads.com. And now, last but not least, here is a little glimpse on my conversation with Alison Cavator, a TCK, a global nomad, and the founder of Global Living Magazine. We discussed the specificities of having a global living lifestyle, if actually we can call it a lifestyle, and why do expats tend to stick together no matter which country they go to, although their expat friends may also be from different countries. I I think there's also really just like a deep-seated understanding between expats. There's just something about them that it's a little harder to find with a local, whether it's a local American or a local Parisian. Mm-hmm. Um, it is possible to blend into the communities, but I definitely think there's, um, like you said, a expat nation <laughs> that we sort of created our own culture. I think there's definitely, it's definitely an identity. A lot of us, when people say, where are you from? I don't say I'm American. I say, well, I've, you know, <laughs> so I identify with being from all over the place. Um, most of the expats that I speak to, it's always like, well, we'll be here for about two years and then who knows, <laughs> we'll go somewhere else. And they're always looking forward and they're always, you know, embracing their past, but, but always looking for something new to explore. And I think it it is something that is ingrained in us, this like thriving for transition. It's really um, something we crave at some point. Once I think, you know, once we've done it a few times or if we had a really great experience or um, 
maybe even if not, maybe, you know, some people don't have great experiences moving abroad, but they want to try it again. I think that's great. And I think that's something we should encourage. I was also asking Alison about her fascinating background and the great story of how she created a global living magazine. You can find out more about it on tandemnomads.com slash 26, the number 26. Nomad Nation, I hope that you enjoyed this little glimpse on Global Nomads Insights in Tandem Nomads Best of Series. Next week, we will focus on inspiring inputs for TCKs, for TCK parents, but also from TCKs themselves. So stay tuned to turn the challenges of relocation into great opportunities for you and your world.